We're always looking at the example of great investors to see what we can learn, and we've highlighted many of them on this channel. Of course, we have Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger, two of the greatest investors to ever live that are very public about their investments and their investing strategy. We've also gone over Terry Smith, the British investor running Fund Smith, who has a simple investing strategy of buying good companies, not overpaying, and then doing nothing. He's ran his fund to great performance as well. And Terry Smith, like Warren Buffett, is someone that's very public about his strategy. In fact, Terry Smith goes as far to give exact details and metrics on his specific strategy. And he's a great public speaker, giving frequent speeches to large audiences. While there's investors like Terry Smith and Warren Buffett that are very public with their investing strategy and their performance, there's other ones that aren't so public about what they're doing. In fact, they operate in a shroud of secrecy and mystery. One of the largest investors to do this is called Chris Hone. Chris Hone is a name that you likely haven't heard that much, and this is by design. It's intentional. Chris Hone has tried to keep a low profile, only having a select few carefully curated and controlled interviews. He has kept himself out of the public light as much as possible. Despite being one of the wealthiest people in the world with a net worth of nearly $7 billion and in one year paying himself over $2 million per year, he's ran his fund, the TCI fund, to great success over the past 20 years. In fact, he's so successful with this fund that he's beat out both the QQQ and the S&P 500 for over 20 years, having an average annualized return of above 19%. This puts him in the top category of elite performers, one of the best performing hedge funds to ever exist. And even though he's largely kept out of the public sphere, he does have great influence. In fact, he's bragged before about firing German CEOs of companies. He's authored multiple letters to Google instructing them to fire over 30,000 employees, and he's partly credited for Google's recent reduction in their workforce. His investment fund has been so successful for such a long period of time that he now manages around $30 billion. And the way that he attributes all of the success, the way that he describes his investing strategy, is he buys strong companies. So in this episode, we're gonna try to dive into who Chris Hone really is, how his investing strategy has worked, what his portfolio looks like, and what he means by strong companies. We're going to be uncovering all of this. So we have a lot to get to, let's go ahead and get started. Now where this journey starts off with Christopher Hone and what he's most notable for is the TCI fund, standing for the Children's Investment Fund. Most hedge funds charge a fee, which is a percentage of assets under management that goes to the management team of the fund. And they typically just keep that fee. But what Chris Hone decided to do was start one, but make it philanthropic. He decided to donate one third of the 1.5% management fee to CIFF. CIFF is the Children's Investment Fund Foundation, a charity specifically set up for this. The charity goes over a lot of different priorities, from preventing child labor to child health and development. And with this novelty as a part of the management fee going to charity, it was something that a lot of investors could get behind. You could now have your money managed by this fund, and you'd be doing charity at the same time, helping some children in need. Whether or not this was a marketing scheme, or whether or not it was to soften the image of Chris Hone, Whatever it was, it worked. After the first month, January 2004, the fund was already managing around $470 million. Even though in total that's not a very large hedge fund, that's a very good start after one month. Now if we break down to how this fund grew from $400 million to $30 billion, it had to do with Chris's incredible performance and his ability to adapt his style of investing over time. 
The one thing that he's always had as a constant is he's always been concentrated. That is number one. Many hedge funds and many funds in general hold 20, 30, 40 plus companies, not Chris Hone. Chris Hone is always concentrated into just a handful of his current best ideas. Normally, his fund will hold anywhere from 7 to 10 companies, with the huge majority of capital in only a couple of companies. He said himself, I've always decided to be concentrated, and he believes that concentration is a key element of outperformance. It's very difficult to outperform if you spread your money over lots of different companies. Now, outside of concentration, other aspects of his investing strategy have adapted and changed over time. For example, when he first started off, he focused on what he called special situations, unique situations and companies that he could exploit or that he could use to his advantage. On day one, he put about 20% of his capital into two Korean companies, including Consumer Electronics LG Corp, whose stock went up five times. So he was off to the races right at the start, 5Xing with his top holding. He also decided soon after that he would step into activism. Activism is when you use your influence and control to determine the outcome of a company. You can change management. You can get seats on the board. When you have a lot of ownership of a company, you have a lot of influence. And he did this with a number of European companies. He was quickly regarded as an activist investor to fear. Now, from 2004 to 2007, the first four years of Chris Hone's TCI fund, things could... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply could not have been going better. The returns that he was getting year after year after year were unbelievable. 30 to 50% returns. For the first four years of TCI, the average annualized return was 40%. He was compounding his wealth at an incredible rate and never feeling better doing so. But the fortunes quickly changed for Chris Hone. The financial crisis wreaked havoc on the global markets. TCI fund lost 43% that year. Home blamed the steep decline on being long equities, which went down in line with the rest of the market. So after four years of stellar performance, now his fund was chopped nearly in half, down 43%. And worse yet was the slow recovery of TCI fund. In 2009, as the market recovered and the S&P 500 surged 26%, TCI was up only 10%. Hone attributed the underperformance of the funds all but shutting down risk. He followed that disappointing year with gains of just 9% and 7% in 2010 and 2011, respectively. He had trailed the market for the past three years, and the investors in his fund were losing confidence in his ability to actually have good returns. Maybe it was just a fluke the first four years. Maybe he's not able to do that ever again. The redemption started to come in. Investors started to leave his fund after their five-year lockup period. In fact, the assets under management went from $20 billion all the way back down to $4.9 billion. So investors in his fund pulled out the huge majority of assets. In fact, not only were investors leaving, but his own analysts were starting to leave. They had given up on the company TCI itself. Around 2012, Christopher Hone was not having a great time. Even though his fund had good performance that year, posting 29.5%, he realized that it's time to change gears and make sure that this performance can continue 
for the long term. He described this as having a huge wake-up call, and rather than doubling down on the previous method of investing, he decided to change the game plan. He gave his investing strategy a complete makeover. The first thing was he abandoned the strategy of looking for special situations. These disjointed stocks that he could try to come in and prove things, he got rid of that strategy. And in his words, he would not be investing in weak businesses such as manufacturers. Chris was in the works of making a dramatic dynamic shift in his investing strategy. The only thing that would be held constant is he would have a concentrated portfolio. But this time, his concentrated portfolio would be of companies that he considers to be monopolies. His investing strategy would be moving from weak companies to concentrating heavily into monopolies. Monopolies, as Chris describes, are companies that are in concentrated industries with large moats, high barriers to entry, and very strong pricing power. He looked for these companies everywhere and he found them in many different places. Some of them were media companies like News Corp, 21st Century Fox, and Comcast. Whatever industry they were in, whatever they were doing, they all had commonalities. They rarely manufactured products. They rarely had lots of competition. Most of them were these high barrier entry companies. Over the years, his portfolio morphed into this highly concentrated monopolistic portfolio. At the end of 2021, TCI held just 13, 13 different stocks with its $44 billion US listed stock portfolio. Its five largest holdings accounted for two thirds of the assets under management. So he has over $20 billion in just five companies, and all of which were these monopolistic dominant companies. In fact, if we look at Chris Hohn's portfolio over the years, these are the type of names that he's been in over the past 10 years that's given him such good success. He has companies like Microsoft, these are not hardware makers as much as they are software makers. He likes the companies that can sell something repeatedly without having to worry about manufacturing. Microsoft and Google have been two of his largest positions. Another one is Visa. He has a massive concentrated position into Visa, the payment processor. All of these companies are monopolistic to some degree. Another one is Canadian National Railway, Canadian Pacific, and Union Pacific. He swapped out different railroads over time, but he's a big investor into class one railroads. These typically take up around 30% of his portfolio. He also likes the credit rating agencies. S&P Global and Moody's has occupied roughly 20% of his portfolio for the past 10 years. Every one of these companies operates in different categories with different competitors, but they also have commonalities. They are highly monopolistic, dominant companies with deeply entrenched market positions that have ample pricing power and long runways of growth. These are, as he describes, strong companies. The results of which have clearly paid off. Since 2008, TCI Fund has only had one year that went negative, and that was in 2022 when the fund went down 18%. The previous 13 years were all consecutive gains, with many of them being above 20%. In fact, his fund, since its lifetime, has now averaged above 19% per year. And based on his current portfolio, he's also been having an incredibly good performance this year. So who is Chris Hone really? Right now, he's a bit of a mysterious person that buys companies that aren't just strong companies, but they're monopolies. So for me personally, I'm currently drawn to Chris Hone's strategy. I think it's phenomenal, and I think that his returns prove that it's a good strategy, both in good times and bad times. And many of the holdings that he outlines as monopolies, I fully agree on. His top holding currently being Microsoft, which is also one of my large, core, concentrated positions that I've held for over five years. Microsoft, I believe, is a monopoly company with very high barriers to entry. Chris owns Canadian Pacific and 
Andy's own Union Pacific in the past. These companies, I also believe, are very monopolistic, and they haven't had a bid this year, but I think that will change in the future. They generate consistent growing free cash flow per share. Chris and I also share a love for the credit rating and credit processing business. He owns S&P Global and Visa. Even though Visa and MasterCard are two different companies, they operate with very similar moats, and S&P Global and Moody's are a duopoly in their category. I do own companies outside of the ones that he would consider monopolies. Vici's not really a monopolistic company in the same sense that he looks at. Neither are companies like Texas Roadhouse or Starbucks. These are companies that have very intense competition. So I'm not 100% pure with the monopolistic strategy, but I am gravitating towards that direction. When I'm doing research on new companies and adding new franchises to my portfolio, I'm looking for ones that have incredibly high barriers to entry and that have some sense of them that are monopolistic because I think that is the best way to protect your portfolio from the hardship of time that capitalism brings. So if you're researching Warren Buffett or you're reading about Terry Smith, another investor that I don't think you should forget is Chris Hone. He's not nearly as public, so there's not as much being written about him or said about him, but his investing strategy, in my opinion, is incredibly strong. Now that's all for this episode. I hope you enjoyed. If you want more content like this, be sure to subscribe to the channel, and I'll see you in the next one.